Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com. And by Ducks Unlimited, a proud sponsor of Outdoors Radio and duck hunters everywhere. Ducks.org. And we're also brought to you by the Castle Rock Beatonwell Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water, castlerock-beatonwell.com, and by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center, woodsideranch.com. I'm Dan Small. Today we'll check in with Charter Captain Dumper Dan Welch for a Lake Michigan fishing report. We'll join Vernon County DNR staff, local law enforcement, and a bunch of kids for cops and bobbers on the Mississippi River. And we'll talk with comedian Charlie Behrens about his upcoming good old-fashioned tour. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for Madison Outdoors, and this is presented by Pappas Trading Post, Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. They're located just west of Arena at the intersection of Highway 14 and County Highway H. You can also find them on the web at pappastradingpost.com. You hear this feature every week at this time on Fox Sports 1070 WTSO, but you can listen anytime at all on our podcast, and you may be listening on the podcast now. You can get that on LakeLink, on iHeartRadio, on OutdoorNews.com, and other platforms as well. Well, joining us once again for a look at fishing in the Madison area is pro angler Duffy Cup. Well, Duffy, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. Good to be with you, Dan. Well, it's always fun talking with you because you spent a lot of time on the water, but you were going to fish on Tuesday this week, but it got a little breezy over there, didn't it? It did. We had that big storm come through, and I looked at the app on my phone and it said it was going to be 5 to 10 mile an hour winds, and I got up in the morning and I said they weren't even close on that one. And I was going to be all by myself, and it's not good to go out in three and a half foot waves when you're by yourself and you're getting a little bit on the edge side. Really? Yeah, (laughs) I agree. Yeah, my experience, I don't know about yours because you spend more time on the water than I do, but when I hear a post-cold front weather report and they say winds, you said 5 to 10, but sometimes they'll say 10 to 15, it's always on the 20 side of 15. I don't know about your experience. Oh, I would would say easily. I I actually drove down to Monona very early this morning. I was in a parking lot at Olin at 5.15. Oh, boy. If I would have stayed there another half an hour to 45 minutes, I'm sure there would have been white caps. So I'm at a point where I, I don't... Uh, I don't enjoy that as much as I used to, so I decided uh, maybe I'll just get back to town and go to breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a good plan. Well, you have been out, though. What have you found? I have found that the water temperature for me, because this time of the year I I get very, very anxious about getting after muskies, because the good stuff is hopefully after next week, because it looks like we're going to be in the 90s again yeah. for a week, and I, I want it to cool down, and we've got longer nights now, and if we get cooler temperatures and get a little bit of wind to mix that water up, 
that water temperature will get down because once it starts getting back down into the 60s, then the action can really start picking up. Then we're talking probably multiple days in a row getting out there and, and getting after those. I've got one guy for the Capital City Group. He's got to catch a muskie out of Monona to get a big award and the whole thing. So it's getting to the point where it's very busy this time of the year for me anyway. I, I still work. This is my last year doing it, but I work with the athletic director on home football games in Wanakee. We've got the Pit Tag Challenge coming up on September 9th. I've got a day out with a guide that I was invited to go along with through the Muskie School that I've got to go out on the 19th and see if he knows anything, which I'm sure he's been doing better than I have anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I've got Clam Pro Day coming up. I've got Robinson and Sports Specialist Dealer Shows coming up, so I'm moving all the time. Yeah, it's, it's all fishing related, but a lot of it is not time on the water. But you will be on the no. water for some of those things. T uh, tell us what the pit tag challenge is again. I, you've talked about it before, but some folks may not have heard. The pit tag challenge is a, a, a small tournament. That's not a real big, expensive tournament or anything. Uh, if you're if you're a Capital City member, it only costs you twenty five bucks, and if you're not a member, it's thirty bucks. So it's not a big deal. And you get out there, and when you catch a fish. You get it in the net, you keep it into the net, you're making a, a phone call. There's, I don't know, probably four boats that have been notified and they have the scanners out there because a lot of those uh, Madison fish have been pit tagged and it's all leading into the research that the DNR is doing on leech light strain versus Wisconsin strain muskies. If your muskie has a pit tag in it and it's a relatively large fish, you could be the winner. The only winners are the ones that have the pit tags in it, and you can't tell ahead of time, so it, it gets pretty interesting. And we usually get a pretty good crowd for that. And, of course, we get together at the end, have something to eat and something to drink, and everybody's telling their stories for the day. So for me, my ears are wide open. I don't talk a lot. I listen a lot because I'm listening for locations and everything. A lot of guys are very guarded on that, but I always try to learn something from uh, being at those things. So, and it is a fun time because it's a good bunch of people. Yeah, well, it sounds like fun. And you're also helping the research, which is a good thing. Right. And if people go to the Capital City website, they can sign up. Steve Reinstra is running it this year. There are times where we will get all oh, upwards of 35 people coming at it. And it's not just for Capital City people. Anybody can join. We encourage people from other musky chapters to also join. So we usually get a pretty good crowd. We get guys coming up from Illinois, and 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 uh, uh, we only get the good guys up from Illinois, though. So of course. Well, they're all good guys. <laughs> yeah. If they're musky fishermen, they're all good guys. Even Spence Petros. You know, yeah. I can say that. Yeah, I ran into him at an event in Chicago. It had to be 20 years ago, and uh, I said, "Hi, Spence," and he said. You're still kicking, huh? So I don't know what he would say if I ran into him today. <laughs> well, especially with that beard you got now. Yeah, I know, I know. I might play Santa Claus this year. I don't know. Oh, okay. I have sat through uh, some of his uh, presentations, too, at certain venues. Well, he's very knowledgeable, and he's an entertaining speaker, and he knows so many people in the Chicago area, including some people who had shady connections back in the day and may still, for all I know. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't heard him tell the story about who really caught Louis Spray's world record muskie, uh, yeah, 
It wasn't Spence, I'll tell you that. But uh, yeah, okay. So that's capitalcitymuskiesinc.org is where they can find that out, right? Yep. Okay. That's where it's going. And then in, if you look on that page too, in October, there's another tournament that Capital City is putting on. This is a money tournament. Okay. Costs you a couple more bucks to get in it, but if you have a full field, I think first place you win at five thousand bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Good day's work on that. Yeah, for sure. Well, what do you hear about other lakes or other species? I, you know, I'm sure people are catching panfish and maybe bass and walleyes. Yeah, I think it's it's fairly typical for uh, this time of year. Last time I was out, we ran into some pretty good pike, and then I'm throwing the big western spinnerbaits for muskies, and I catch these huge bass on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're trying to put. Uh, Put the boat in about oh, anywhere from 10 to 12 feet of water, so you're off from the weed edge a little bit, and then throwing in shallow, and then every once in a while, instead of throwing in shallow, I'll, I'll throw it out deep, and then uh, do a slow roll on that, and bring it back slowly so it's near the bottom. I did have a nice one on for about five seconds. He got off, and I, I wasn't real happy with myself. I think there were some words spoken that uh, we're not going to do on the radio. Uh, no, and of course nobody heard him out there on the big open lake, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have caught my biggest bass, both largemouth and smallmouth, when musky fishing. So it's not uncommon, I guess, to catch a good bass yeah, on a musky I mean, it, it's pretty common knowledge for, for musky and bass guys to know that there are certain times where they will be in the same areas because mm -hmm. you talk to the guys that fish the bass tournaments around here and they're talking about the muskies that they're catching. So you do it, but the size, the size of the bass was phenomenal. I mean, both of them. I thought I had a muskie on when yep. that first one hit. That really was a big one. Well, good. Well, at least you had a little uh, little excitement that way. Yep. Well, Duffy, we got to let you go. I had fun talking about muskies, but we'll catch up with you again, maybe before one of these tournaments and see how you've been doing. Okay, Dan. Thanks so much. Duffy Cup with the Madison Report, brought to you by Pappas Trading Post. They are on Highway 14 west of Arena and on the web at pappastradingpost.com. I'm Dan Small, more outdoors radio, straight ahead. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit pappastradingpost.com. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. 
Call the firm Voted Best and Rated Best, Hupie and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupie.com and all 11 offices of Hupie and Abraham in Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin are open for business. And the firm of Hupie and Abraham has paid tens of thousands of dollars in rewards to help solve crimes in the Milwaukee area and southeast Wisconsin. Michael Hupie is the president of Milwaukee Crime Stoppers, and he's offering a $25,000 reward for the next anonymous tip that solves a homicide case. So if you've got a tip on an unsolved homicide case, visit MilwaukeeCrimestoppers.com. Well, joining us from home in Wisconsin Rapids, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, did you get to go camping last weekend? I don't think you did, did you? No, we did not get a chance to go. Uh, the weather just really wasn't conducive for a fun camping trip. And um, honestly, we kind of looked at some of the dates and, and made some decisions based upon what we want to do when we go up there. And one of the things we wanted to do was uh, we found that the red squirrels were kind of annoying out on the island. So I think we're actually going to go up there and do a little bit of uh, small game hunting while we're up there on top of uh, on top of fishing. Well, that sounds like a good plan and maybe a lot more fun for Robert, too. Yeah, for sure. I think so. Now, you've got a big BMX race or a series of races coming up this weekend. Yeah, BMX Nationals, the Land of Lakes Nationals over in St. Michael's, Minnesota. We're going to be headed there, and Robert's going to be racing all weekend. Neat. Okay, well, good luck to Bobber, and we will follow his progress on your Facebook page for sure. Well, I had a crazy experience after the thunderstorm last Friday. The trim motor on my Mercury outboard was trying to raise the motor, and I finally disconnected the battery, and Lauren Voss suggested it might have been a nearby lightning strike that it, that shorted out something there, and when I reconnected, everything works again. So I'm hoping it was just a crazy, I don't know, a crazy happening. I've never seen anything like that. But anyway, we got... Room yet for two guests on my trip to Lake of the Woods in September. I will give you more info at the end of the show, but if you're interested or want to learn more, go to blackisland.com. And this week's giveaway, we've got one again. It's a really special thing. We've got two pairs of VIP tickets to Charlie Barron's performance in Westby on September 2nd. We'll tell you more about it later. But to enter the drawing, call 414-297-7554 or email dsoradio at gmail.com. Coming up, I'll talk with the organizers of the first annual Vernon County Cops and Bobbers Kids Fishing Event on the Mississippi River. And Charlie Barons is going to join us to talk about his upcoming Good Old Fashioned Tour, which kicks off Labor Day weekend right here in Westby. And we'll start off with Charter Captain Dumper Dan Welch reporting on Lake Michigan fishing action off Sheboygan. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Rough Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds 
great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nacita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Step outside, let us be your guide. Florence County, Wisconsin. Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful ATV UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small, and it's time for another Lake Michigan Fishing Report, sponsored by Dumper Dan's Sport Fishing Charters, Condos, and Riverfront Store on South Pier Drive in Sheboygan and on the web at DumperDan.com. And you can find this report, along with every report we record this season, posted on his Facebook page, Dumper Dan's Sport Fishing Charters. We're also brought to you this week by Sly's Midtown Saloon and Grill at 508 North 8th Street in Sheboygan, on the web at slysbarandgrill.com, on Facebook at Sly's Midtown, and even on Yelp at Sly's Midtown Saloon and Grill Sheboygan. Joining us from Sheboygan, Charter Captain Dumper Dan Welsh. Well, Dan, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. You bet. Great to be back, Dan, and it's like we never left, because we're here every day, and we talk to you every week to two weeks and try and keep all these folks updated on the Lake Michigan fishery for salmon and trout out of the port of Sheboygan. Yeah, and it's two weeks in a row now. There's been a lot going on uh-huh. in Sheboygan, and we'll get to some of that in a minute. The push toward fall, though, as the big kings start moving in. How's the fishing been? Fishing's been outstanding, Dan. In the last week since we talked to you a week ago, they are moving in even a little closer. We were catching them out in a little bit deeper water. They are moving in closer. We're catching them right now anywhere from straight out of Sheboygan 
north of town past the Pigeon River, Stony Point, up to the Whistling Straits Golf Course, and the shallow was 60 feet of water and on out to about 100 feet of water, trolling in them depths north and south, pattern north of town, and, and catching some just quality fish, Dan. We had a couple of my boats that between 10 and 15 kings per boat per trip this last week, and nice silver fish, big salmon, all different sizes, uh, you know, two, three, and four-year-olds, but some of the kings got up to about 25 pounds, so it's it's starting to go on, happen here now with the spawning run, and it's just going to continue to get better, and they're going to continue to move closer to shore. Nice. How about lake trout and rainbows? Are they still hitting out deeper? I suppose you're not really chasing them now, are you? We were targeting them for quite a while, and, and now we're not, but they are still there. And There was a couple of my boats that had longer extended eight-hour trips, which we offer, and they'd fish the kings, you know, early in the morning, and then they would troll out to like 150 to 220 feet of water, and then we'd change up some tackle and target the lake trout, like you mentioned, and the steelhead rainbow trout, some coals. Always have a chance of a king out there, too, but yeah, there's good variety. I mean, so if one bite's not happening, we can go after the other one and, and really fill the cooler up with a lot of fish. Cool. Well, now, I mentioned that there's a lot going on there. You had some pretty big boat races last weekend, the Mercury Racing Midwest Challenge, it was called. What was that all about? Yeah, that's new to Sheboygan, and it was awesome to have them here. It was very entertaining. They came rolling into town on Wednesday, and then they raced Thursday and Friday. It was practice runs, and then the races were Saturday, Sunday. So four and a half, five days here in Sheboygan. They put in at our Harbor Center Marina on the lakeshore. They lifted the boats in with a crane. They have their own crane. They lift them in all different size boats, all different kind of races. They had races inside the harbor, smaller boats, and then they had the larger craft out south of town from South Pier all the way to Black River Point. And I believe the course was about a five-mile run along the beach and then make a big circle and go back to the south and then back to the north. Yeah, racing was going on, and it was fun to watch. The shoreline was packed full of people by Blue Harbor, the South Beach, South Pier, North Pier, Yacht Club, Marina, Harbor Center, North Point, a lot of spectators. And helicopters, Dan, flying overhead was very impressive. Helicopters were going 120 miles an hour videotaping these boats racing. And if you go online, you can find a lot of the taped race online and, and check it out. But very, very impressive. And when I talked to Mayor Ryan Sorensen, I believe he signed a three-year contract. So they will be back for a couple more years again, I believe in August again next year. Nice. I saw links to it on visitsheboygan.com, but as you say, if you just type in Sheboygan Boat Racing or Mercury Racing Sheboygan, you should find videos to uh, to show you what, what was going on. Did you actually get out there? I mean, you weren't racing, but were any of your boats out? You know, our charter fishing trips continued as always. They had the harbor closed a couple different hours throughout the day for like an hour increments. We had a list of closures, but we, yeah, we got all our fishermen out and families and women and charter fishing. So we continue with, with that, but I personally took Dumper Dan 5 out with some friends and family and we went and checked out the races a couple different times throughout the weekend and had a ringside seat. I mean, it's right by the South and North Pier Harbor area. I mean, them boats went right by us and we got a lot of good video and a lot of good pictures and there was probably a hundred other boats out there with us kind of watching. Just going to watch it from out on the lake. You know, if you have a access to a boat or on shore these races and people came from all over to see this so it was very impressive are you going to do it again next year maybe you could sell a package where you might fish and then watch the boats or just go out and watch the boats i would think people would really want to do that i mean we the seat we had what we saw was priceless and thinking of putting together a package like that like a condo stay because lodging was very limited with all the people in town so they could stay with us and they could go out and watch 
three, four races in a three to four hour period. I'm thinking of putting something together and I will advertise that this off season. And I think what we'll do is run fishing trips in the morning and then in the afternoon, fill up the boats and take them out on the lake and watch the races. We're going to try that option, lodging, fishing, racing, everything during a weekend in August for next year. All right. Well, folks, if Dan does that, you will hear about it here for sure. Well, gosh, any openings left now? We've got a week or two in August and then all of September. How does it look? Yeah, we do have openings, Dan. Uh, we ran real solid here through the middle of August, all of June, all of July, obviously. But we do have openings here the last two weeks of August. Keep in mind, like I mentioned, the spawning king run will start. They're moving in closer. Uh, when they come in, I mean, that's a world-class fishery in itself. You and I have done it together, and fishing in front of the harbor out in that 30- to 50-foot range is awesome, and you can catch a lot of big ones and maybe a wall motor. Give me a call. Let's get you out here. I do have Labor Day weekend dates open, and for you that can just only do weekends, I do have some in September. We will run till early October, so give me a call, 920-377-1147. Or like you mentioned, DumperDan.com on the Internet or Dumper Dan Sport Fishing Charters on Facebook. You can text me, too, at the 920-377-1147 number as well. But come on out. Let's get you on these fish and get some fish for your cooler and your freezer and your grill. All right. Well, now your second sponsor this week is Sly's Midtown Saloon. They are right there on 8th Avenue, um, or 8th Street, rather. Pretty busy place, I would imagine, this past weekend, huh? It is, yeah. There was a lot of activity there downtown. In fact, Slides was very close to these boat races. Captains on Friday night pulled their boats out, trailered them up to the Slides area on 8th Street, which is downtown Sheboygan, and they had a meet and greet all up and down the streets with all sorts of things going on that Friday night for the boat races here on land, too. But Slides definitely checked Dave's place out. They have great food, you know, a great big bar, breakfast in the morning. Definitely a place to stop, and it's it's real close to the river and harbor area, too. Stop in Slides Midtown Saloon, South 8th Street, right on the corner of 8th and Penn, downtown Sheboygan, and like I said, Dave Sly, awesome owner, great guy, and Janet, his wife, will take good care of you. Other personnel will get you in and out the door and get you what you need. All righty. Well, Dan, we're going to let you go and hope you have a great rest of August. We'll probably talk to you again next week and see how things are going. And look forward to sending more customers your way for the grand finale, the king spawning run that comes into the harbor and up the rivers now in the next week or two. You bet. Like I said, give me a call. We'll get you guys out here and get it done. Check out our Facebook page. Watch for all the pictures we post every day. We will talk again real soon. Thank you. You bet. The Sheboygan Area Lake Michigan Fishing Report with Dumper Dan Welsh brought to you by his charter service on the web at DumperDan.com. Also on Facebook, Dumper Dan's Sport Fishing Charters. And this week by Sly's Midtown Saloon and Grill, 508 North 8th Street in Sheboygan. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio, right after this. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. 
I spent a day earlier this week at a Vernon County Park, Blackhawk Park on the Mississippi River, with a bunch of folks from the DNR and the Sheriff's Department from Vernon County and a lot of kids for an event called Cops and Bobbers. I talked with many of the organizers, starting with DNR Conservation Warden Shauna McDowell. Vernon County's first annual Cops and Bobbers. So what we are trying to do here is just to get kids interacting with officers in a more positive light, and it also helps us as the DNR to get them out in the elements. I know, speaking with other officers, you know, they go to homes, and we do too, and sometimes we don't always have a positive contact with kids, what they see, so we said, let's let's do this in a different way. So we decided to have kids come out, fish. So what's going to happen today, we have, I think, around 40 kids. They're going to come. We're splitting them up in three groups. So the first group, we have DNR fisheries, and they have magnetic poles, so they're going to teach them how to cast. Then 20 minutes later, they go to here, and that's where the officers are going to take the kids and have them fish, teach them to fish, stay with them. And then 20 minutes after that, there's a pontoon up there. They're going to give boat rides. That's another thing. You know, we live here in beautiful Mississippi River. There's people that have never been in a boat before, so we want to give the kids an opportunity to do that. After the three sessions, we're going to come back here, and then we have our DNR Fisheries is going to shock fish. So we're going to show kids that maybe if they hadn't caught fish today, what's in the Mississippi River, different species. They'll put them in a bucket, and they'll talk about different fish. Pat Short's doing that from the fisheries in this pool. After that, we're going to do a canine demonstration with Mark Belisero from the canine unit, Vernon County. And then after that, Trapper is going to do a fly fishing demonstration. We have a fish fry over here. We got catfish, bluegill, perch, crappie, and northern. And so we're going to have a fish fry with homemade tartar sauce, again, for kids that maybe have never had fish before. And then we have hot dogs from locally Von Ruden hot dogs, Rockton mac and cheese, Quick Trip sponsored cookies, potato chips, and water. So two hours of that. So then we're going to wrap it up. And if they want to stay, we brought fishing poles. The Army Corps of Engineers donated life jackets. So everybody's going to, all the kids in the boat, we're going to have a life jacket and they're welcome to stay all afternoon and fish. A lot of local support for this. So much local support that even when I was setting up today, an individual just walking, he says he walks this park every day, came up and handed me a $100 bill, and he said, I want to donate to this. This is such a great cause. I had another individual, Angie Lawrence, with the Verroca Foundation. They also sponsored this event. They bought the hot dogs and the macaroni and cheese. She came up and said a man heard about what we were doing, and he wants to donate a bunch of rods for the kids and tackle for next year. And then Cabela's also came up to me and said, they're going to donate $1,000 next year to this event. Hopefully today goes well. We can't, you know, look at the weather. I want this to be an annual tradition. What I did was I sent something out to all law enforcement in Vernon County, um, scattered all around, the kids that they deal with, the kids that maybe don't get an opportunity to go out, and then write those names down, send them to me, and then we reached out to people. We advertised on Facebook, the Sheriff's Department, social media, and that's how I got most of the contacts. The kids would call me or parents and say, we'd like to sign up. We limited it to 50. I think we have 40 in the 
and whoever's going to show up, we make room for that. I'm familiar with Cops and Bobbers events over in the Milwaukee area. Is that where the name came from? That's where the name came from. I went to Crawford County Prairie du Chien, and I've been to La Crosse as Cops and Bobbers. So I thought Vernon County needs to start their own. Well, it looks like a great day for it, a little breezy, but it looks like you've got a great turnout. I hope everything goes well today. Thank you, Dan, and thanks so much for sh showing up. I love this public support, and I guarantee after today, this will triple next year. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Talking with Vernon County Sheriff Roy Targerson, and Sheriff Targerson, talk about the involvement of your department in this event. Well, first of all, Warden Shauna McDowell, who also happens to be one of my part-time deputy sheriffs, really was passionate about starting this event. There have been similar events throughout the area, and she just felt that we needed to have this here in Vernon County. She is very organized, and she put this all together. All I had to do was the easy work of endorsing it and promoting it, not only to my staff, but to the citizens that I serve. I've had several opportunities to uh, get the word out. I've used social media, just word of mouth uh, advertising, and also I've uh, used my position to uh, get it out through the uh, Vernon County Board. Just yesterday, Vernon County Board Supervisor uh, David Egan from Westby, we were in County Board. It was a very long meeting, but yet he felt it was important that I make an announcement about cops and bobbers or uh, wardens and worms. Uh, it's just such a great opportunity for wardens, all law enforcement in general, to positively interact with the kids. And, and that's what it's all about. It's making those uh, connections. And what a beautiful day it is, Dan, to, to be here along the Mississippi River. And you look at the smiles on the kids' faces. You look at all the, you know, the volunteers that put so much into making this happen. The officers, some are here working and some are on their day off. They really have the heart of a volunteer. And for you being here to help promote the event, this will uh, get some good news coverage. Thanks to you, Dan. Well, I appreciate that. And you mentioned that a number of your staff are here. What do you hope the outcome is, the impact on the youngsters who are here? I want the youngsters to see us in a positive light. I want the youngsters to know that we don't show up only when there is a problem. We want to show the youngsters in the community that we're there to truly help people and we want them to see us in a, in a positive, helpful light. And the impact on your staff here, what do you hope they get out of it? Well, they're already benefiting from this. I actually uh, changed our uniform policy and I allowed them to wear shorts and I'm going to continue to do that for events like this or extremely warm temperatures so that they're very happy about. But it just gives them a chance to get out of that daily grind, that daily you know, nothing is routine in law enforcement. You've got to be very careful not to use that word loosely. But I've got a couple, three correctional officers here. They're locked back in a secure facility for 12 hours. They need to get out and interact with the people we work for directly, the community. 
Well, thanks for talking with us. And it looks like a great event. I understand this is the first annual. You're going to do more of these. Well, at the participation I see here, I can definitely see this going on for many, many years to come. Fantastic. Talking with Lieutenant Jason Kroom with the Vernon County Sheriff's Department. Lieutenant Kroom, you had a hand in getting some folks here today, I understand. Yeah, we uh, got a hold of our law enforcement officers who were off duty today. Some of them are working today, but between the sheriff and I, Roy Torgerson, and I, we scheduled officers and told them they had to be here this morning to help with this event, this first event, uh, which we think is a very good thing for the community and the kids uh, in the area. What do you hope will come from this? Uh, just to get more participation. Parents get the word out and have more kids come. I know we don't have any age limit set other than, I think, up to 15 years old, because 16, I think they got to start buying a fishing license, so we want to hit that group under 16 and as little as two or three years old as long as they can throw a pole i think that is our goal and just to keep the numbers going up every year it looks like the kids are having fun and some are catching fish they are uh, my kid was a two-year-old and he actually caught a nice little panfish over there for the first time so that was a good thing too got a picture with mom and we'll get that posted somewhere too a lot of smiles here today and i imagine a lot of first fish Probably, yeah. There's some people here that I don't think ever fished at all, so this is a good thing. Like I said, uh, there's some people that live in towns that don't get to go out to the country and fish at all, so that's a good thing. When you live on the river here in the families, my guess is they're fishermen, you know what I mean? When you get to the Broca or Eastern side over there, there's really not many lakes over there other than creeks. So you probably don't have a lot of families that get to fish, at least in Vernon County, anyways. they got to go to other areas. So having this and, and giving the opportunity for those kids to come out and do this, I think, is a good thing. And I would imagine some of these kids will carry on and keep doing it. We hope so. That's what we hope, anyway, is that they keep doing that. Because we have to keep anglers and sportsmen, you know, going here in our area. Uh, as you know, Vernon County is a pretty good area for tourism and fishing, as well as sportsmanship, hunting, and all that good stuff. And we just want to keep that going and make sure safety is the number one thing. Well, thanks for talking to us. All right, Dan. Thank you. Randy Christensen with Cabela's is here at this event. What all did you bring, Randy? We did bring some of our rod and reel kits to be able to give away to a few of the kids today. And we did bring a swag pack, a little pack with a bunch of different little projects or kids can work on at home. And you do a number of events like this, I understand. Yeah, we support a bunch of different stuff local, pretty much around the store anywhere within 60, 100 miles of it. I'm off to a lot of off-site events like this throughout the year. What do you think the value of an event like this is? Getting those kids outdoors. A lot more than sitting behind a screen. What do the kids say? Everything I always see is a positive. I don't see any of them. You know, sometimes it's a first experience for these kids or kids that would never get out to do it. That's always a good thing. Get at least that interest in them if they're looking at it. I do hunter education classes, too. We do a bunch of learn to hunts. That's through Grant County Outdoor Sportsman's Alliance. They have pheasant and rabbit and squirrel. There's a bunch of different stuff we do through each of the, you know, different organizations. Spring turkey hunts, learn to hunts. Well, it's great that Cabela's is involved in this, and it's good to see corporate support for an event like this that's really a community thing. Yep, yep, need to have that. Talking with Natural Resources Board member Marcy West, who is here at the event. Marcy, what do you think of an event like this? Oh, I think this is just awesome for the kids to be able to get out and experience fishing. It just brings back memories from our kids and how important it is to get them outside. And, you know, talking with the parents, they love it. The kids are having fun. Smiles tell it all. That's what's so encouraging about the next generation is that they get to, to see and do things like this in their backyard and hopefully 
find a lifetime of fishing, hunting, whatever, just being in the outdoors on this beautiful water body that we have here. I'm sure a lot of them will. I sure hope so. Um, talking to the fisheries managers about UW-Stevens Point, and uh, it's like, yep, this is the kind of stuff that got me encouraged to go to college and learn more about it, so hopefully there's a few of them in here too. We recorded this at Vernon County's Blackhawk Park on the Mississippi River. I'm Dan Small, and you are listening to Outdoors Radio. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camel Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful ATV UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN. RGS. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. My next guest should be familiar to just about everyone here in Wisconsin, and he's getting to be well-known all across America as he shares his unique blend of Midwest humor and down-to-earth common sense on YouTube and in personal appearances. You'll recognize his voice, and if we had a video element to this radio show and podcast, you'd know his face as well. So joining me now is Wisconsin native and my favorite comedian now that Red Green has retired, Charlie Barron. <laughs> Charlie. Oh, <geez. laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Outdoors Radio Network. Well, thanks for having me. It's a real honor. Well, it's a pleasure and an honor for me. I'm a huge fan. I've been sharing your videos and everything you do with family out east and anyone here in the Midwest who's been living under a rock for the past five years or so. I love Grandma Sue. you got to do more with her. And yeah. uh, I just watched your basketball game with your producer, Colleen. you got a great supporting cast, and you and your family are naturals. But how'd you find the rest of them? You know, it's it's just people that I've kind of found along the way. Some have been friends. Some have done stand-up before. Obviously, my family I was born with, you know, and they're a lot of times funnier than I am, I hate to admit. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I got really lucky is, is the short answer. Yeah. Well, your website, charliebarons.com, has links to all your work from the Manitowoc Minute to stand-up tours and your Patreon feed and more. And I'm a member, by the way. Uh, we don't have time. Yeah. Well, I joined today. I figured I better do a little more research. <laughs> oh, and, very uh, kind. your manager's given me some tickets to give away and a couple comp tickets. So I thought, well, I, I can earn them this way, but we haven't got time to recount everything you've done in just over a decade, but you've written a New York Times bestseller, the Midwest Survival Guide. You won an Emmy for what I think was legitimate reporting as opposed to comedy, which is legitimate in its own way, you've been a busy guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I had a whole other life as a, as a journalist before I was doing comedy, and I've gotten lucky on a lot of things, you know, and I've had a lot of help along the way, to be honest with you. I'm just happy that I can keep doing it and keep touring and all that sort of stuff and just kind of keep observing the Midwest, which is honestly the gift that keeps on giving, you know? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Uh, you lived in L.A. for a while, and is that why you returned to Wisconsin? Well, I, yeah, I lived in Los Angeles. I obviously grew up in Wisconsin, went to college here, moved out, traveled around the country. And when I started doing stand-up, I was in Los Angeles. And that's sort of where I started taking my time in local news, and I kind of applied it to stand-up. And that was the basis for the first thing that took off the Mantuak Minute. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I realized that, I didn't have to be in Los Angeles to do what I loved, you know, which was comedy. I got the heck out of there. <laughs> not that, not, I'm not talking bad about it for anyone who's, you know, out there and enjoying themselves, but just not really my cup of gin, I'll tell you that much, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Now, you said that the Midwest is the gift that keeps on giving, and you really mine the multitude of opportunities here. You really are a great student of what's happening. I mean, you pick one-liners and people's mannerisms and accents, and you've made a career out of mocking it, but mocking it gently, I think. Obviously, I grew up with it. I know it. 
you know, and I basically initially, you know, I was personifying my grandpa. So it's the kind of thing where it's really an homage of anything else. And it just so happens to be hilarious on its own, you yeah, know? Yeah. Some things I don't even have to add that much to, to uh, really highlight the comedy. It's just, you know, it's a, we're a funny group of people in the Midwest. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Well, do you have comic heroes or influences you would um, admit well, to? Well, it's funny. Yeah, you mentioned Red Green at the top of the, the deal, and me and my cousins always used to watch Red Green growing up. Uh-huh. And then in the journalism days, you know, I kind of got into John Stewart because he was like blending news and comedy and all that sort of stuff. And sure. that was as I was going through college and whatnot. So, and then, you know, stand ups like George Carlin, Richard Pryor, those guys who really kind of revolutionized what it meant to be a stand up. They've been very influential to me as well. Yeah, the short answer is I've got a lot of influences and I'm always looking, always watching new folks and then trying to improve my game. You are a good observer and I think a good writer or a good comedian or a good reporter is first of all a good observer and you certainly do that. Your tour, the good old-fashioned tour you're calling, it's going to take you across the country to 17 cities from Reading, Pennsylvania to Las Vegas, but you're opening on Labor Day weekend in Westby of all places, and that's where I live now, my adopted home. And that's really why we're talking to you today. Why Westby? Well, Westby's a great town. We've played there before and, and really enjoy it, really love it. And, you know, the, honestly, the things that I like doing is going to the parts of the state, Wisconsin, and uh, see the country that, like, you know, maybe a lot of comedians, musicians, whatever, they kind of, they don't think to stop there. And I think it's the crowds really show up, and we have a lot of fun, and then also... There's a little bit of audience interaction, and that whole thing is really fun for me. You get people who really uh, know what they're talking about there, and honestly, I just have a lot of fun with them. Yeah, and there are a few tickets left. We're going to do our part to try to help you fill those seats. Uh, more about how, oh, thank you. Yeah, more about how folks can win what we call VIP tickets a little later in the show. What is a VIP ticket, after all? I think, you know, you come, we do a meet and greet, you know, I'll sign whatever you want, right or left pectoral, it doesn't matter, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll chit-chat for a bit, and then, yeah, we'll be on our way, and I think you get some, like, primary seating, too, and all that. I'm not so sure on all the specifics, but, yeah, it'll be a good time, and we'll take care of you if you come. Well, I will be there, and we've got two pairs of tickets to give away, too, so uh, we will tell folks more about that in a few minutes. Now, your show in Reedsburg is scheduled on the opening day of gun deer season, and it's already sold out. What's up with that? Uh, uh, no deer hunters in uh, Reedsburg? <laughs> you know what? That's actually a really good question. Sometimes you you do things so far in advance, you, you're not really thinking, you know. Now, should I have done that for myself? It is what it is, but it's going to be a great time, and I'll say that not everybody's going out the opening weekend. Some people, you know, like to get the hardest deer to get, you know, the ones that have been missed a few times. So anyone up for a challenge deer hunting this year, come see me in Reedsburg. You know, it might be hard to give up that opening weekend, but you got more time than just that weekend. Absolutely. Now, you do hunting and fishing skits along with everything else. I imagine you did some fishing as a kid. Are you still what you'd call an outdoorsman? Oh, gosh, yeah. I I really am. I mean, that is one of my first clubs right there. Um, and I uh, grew up fishing. 
fishing, you know, with my grandpa on Lake Winnebago. Um, I used to call into fishing shows on the radio as a kid quite a bit. Tom Newbauer is the guy I used to call into. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, and uh, there, if he rewinds his tapes, he probably hears it from Andy and Charlie Barron's, my brother, and we would be asking him about minnows we just got in the river. And funny, we weren't even supposed to be in that river because it was up a little bit. So we ended up getting in a little bit of trouble for that by calling into the radio. My parents were listening. But no, <laughs> been doing that since I was a kid. Hunting too, you know, um, deer, duck, pheasant, squirrel, turkey, you know. I can't say I'm good at a whole lot of it. You know what I mean? I'm not like, like I like getting out there and bow hunting and I, but you know, what I really need to do is practice more. That's kind of the nice thing about hunting. As long as you do it, you can still realize, you know, when you're a little rusty. So I think my challenge with all the work is just getting out to the range, especially if you're bow hunting, you, you know, you want to be precise with that. You don't want to be going out there screwing up and, uh, you know, wounding an animal and, instead of taking it. So, you know, I got to get better at that stuff. But yeah, to answer the short answer to your questions, I love doing it. Yeah, well, great. Well, you mentioned Andy. Um, I think he's the brother who's a friend of my niece, Emmy Small, in Buffalo. I'm not sure what their connection oh. is, but <laughs> she has mentioned... No kidding. Yeah, she's mentioned him a few times. So sure. b- before we let you go, what can folks expect when they attend a live show if they've never done it? Well, you know, we'll have a little bit of everything. We'll have some comedy. I, mean, I think my buddy Adam Gruel might be coming out. We'll be doing some music. Yeah, he told me. He, he told me he's going to be there. Oh, okay. Well, Adam, yeah, so we'll do a little music. We'll have some crowd interaction, the whole deal. It's just going to be a fun time. So, and you know, you can always tailgate before the show, too. So uh, keep that in mind. Cool. One of your one-liners is watch out for deer. Have you ever hit one yourself? With a vehicle? You know, I I have largely gotten away with it. At one time, I, I nicked a deer, but it skirted off pretty good, and I actually think it might have made it. And the damage to the car, believe it or not, was not bad at all. I was going slow on a country road. But, you know, I have not totaled one knock on wood, you know, because uh, it's only a matter of time. But I'm usually pretty good about scanning the uh, horizon, but yeah. sometimes it's better. Well, you, even at your best, you're not. You can't be perfect. No, I've hit six in my career, and uh, but your oh, advice, God. yeah, your advice, watch out for deer, is is really good advice. Well, folks, we're going to let Charlie go because he's got more to do today than talk to us. But you can learn more about Charlie Barron, see some of his work, and yeah, he calls it work, and learn when he's coming to a venue near you on his website, charliebarrons.com. Well, Charlie. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. And, uh, hey, watch out for deer here in Wisconsin. All right. Well, you watch out for them deer, too, and I really appreciate you. We'll talk soon. All right. We'll see you in September. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. All right. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com.
Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camo pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And Crestliner has their model year-end rebates. Uh, they have been extended through the end of August. You can check them out. Cedar Lake Sales is also taking uh, storage reservations for coming upon winter. You want to make sure you get that spot there as well. Check out their website or Facebook page for details. We're brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com. By Ducks Unlimited, a proud sponsor of Outdoors Radio and of Duck Hunters Everywhere. To learn more about the world's leader in wetlands conservation, visit ducks.org. And Castle Rock Pete and Well Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water, castlerock-petenwell.com. And by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center, woodsideranch.com. And if our TV show Outdoor Wisconsin is not airing where you happen to live, you can always watch past episodes at milwaukeepbs.org. And our Deer Hunt Wisconsin show from the last several years is archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV YouTube channel, and that's free. You can check out this radio program online in a couple different places, lake-link.com. Go to the Outdoor Radios page, and uh, you can check that out there, download it and take it with you. Also check it out at the Outdoor News website, Outdoor News slash podcast. Find Dan on social media at Dan Small Outdoors. Find me all week long at Hardwater Jeff. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we've got two spots left on my trip to Lake of the Woods. The dates are September 11 through 15. It's coming up soon. We've got three days of guided fishing for walleyes, bass, northerns, muskies, and whatever else we catch. Guides, boats, bait, tackle, lodging, all that is included. All the meals are included. And we have shore lunches of the walleyes that we actually catch ourselves. So it'll be the freshest walleye meal you've ever had. The cost is $1,500 per person. And Stormy Cromer President Gina Thorson is going to be there bringing Stormy Cromer gifts for everyone on the trip. Visit blackisland.com to learn more or to reserve a spot. Coming up next month, the National Deer Association, Pheasants Forever, Sharing the Land, and Wildland Properties are sponsoring a Learn to Hunt Deer event on private land in the Kickapoo Valley. This is for adults over 18 with little or no deer hunting experiences. They're also looking for mentors. So for more information, go to pheasantsforever.org. It's all right there on the homepage. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. Warren and Friends will be in concert August 29th at 7 p.m. in Bayfield in the Concerts in the Park series. As I mentioned, I got two pairs of tickets to give away to Charlie Barron's performance here in Westby. That's coming up on September 2nd. So if you're interested, call 414-297-7554 or send me an email at dsoradio at gmail.com. I'm Dan Small here with Jeff Kelm. Get outside this weekend and be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. When the cool night swallows the moose's nose 
And the heron is fishing on one cold leg When the loon cries lover in the blue north wind I'll be trolling home to you When my wrist gets a little chilly On the gunnel When my lazy Ike is just too lazy to lure When the worms go dry In the coffee can, honey I'll be true 